Hello, everybody. Welcome to the seventh episode of Heather Shaw is Kidding. I am hyped up. I just saw J-Lo's new film trailer. What the fuck was that? I feel like that is a, a fever dream. Please go watch this trailer. I think it just came out this week. You have to see it. It's amazing. Uh, the movie is called This Is Me Now, A Love Story by Jennifer Lopez. Essentially, I think what it is, is it's a biopic of Jennifer Lopez starring none other than Jennifer fucking Lopez. The ego on this woman is amazing. And I can't tell if this movie is going to be beautiful and um, kind of uh, fantastical and amazing, kind of like um, everything, oh, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once, whatever that fucking movie was that Jamie Lee Curtis won an Oscar for. Uh, it, I can't tell if it's going to be great and beautiful or if it's going to be a fucking shit show, showgirls-esque uh, abomination. I can't wait to see the reviews. Um, I can't wait to see this fucking movie. You have to go watch this trailer. Stop what you're doing. I don't care if you're taking care of your child. Put the child down. They'll be fine. It's a baby. It'll live. Go watch this trailer. It's, it's like sci-fi, romance, uh, musical. All of, all of the genres of movies are in one about Jennifer Lopez's fucking life. Now, she's lived a great life, granted. You know what I mean? She's taken a lot of good dick, Diddy dick, Affleck dick. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's her whole uh, existence is dick. It's just, you know, she's like the Elizabeth Taylor. She gets married a lot and it never works. Um, she picks them well. Uh, but this movie is just, I can't tell what the fuck it's going to be. Uh, the whole thing is like different kind of genres in the trailer I mean, it's got like sci-fi scenes like Avatar and a Marvel movie, and then it breaks out into a musical number of, of a song she wrote about herself. The ego on this woman is, I want her confidence. If I had Jennifer Lopez's confidence and talent uh, and ability to pick men, boy, would I be on top of the world. You have to go watch this trailer. The, the ending line to the trailer is, when I grow up, I only wanted to be one thing. And I was like, uh, what's she going to say? Me? A superstar? No. She goes, when I grow up, I only want to be one thing. In love. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off. Amazing. You've uh, Again, see the trailer. Tell me what you think. Uh, before, I didn't even start. I, I have other things to start with this podcast, but I just had to get that out. I was just flabbergasted at this. I mean... It is, it's one thing to, to have um, ambitious ideas of combining every genre ever into one movie. So if it works, it fucking is going to be like trailblazing and amazing. But if it doesn't work, it's going to be shit on worse than, what was that movie she did with Ben Affleck? Gigli? Uh, spelled Giggly? Yeah, that was a real bomb. I don't know how she did Gigli and then, you know, went back to Ben years later. Did she forget about that? I don't know why it was so bad. I don't even think I watched it. But um, yeah, this is just ambitious. Imagine going to see a rom-com and then halfway through a horror flick just starts. You know, it's like how to lose a guy in 10 days and then halfway through Kate Hudson just murders Matthew McConaughey. I mean, this is the vibe I'm getting from the, from the movie. 
And in the title, This Is Me Now, I don't, I think she thinks that's a prolific title. That was a title of her album, I think 15 years ago. She had that song with LL Cool J, which is kind of a bop, I'm not going to lie. She had that song with Ja Rule, I think, on that, Jenny from the Block. That was a bop. Um, or I'm Real, whatever the fucking song was. It's been years. But uh, it's, it, I think she thinks the title, This Is Me, dot, 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 now, is way more prolific than it is. Because when that album title came out, I mean, I was probably 13, 14, and I thought, that's, that's a real dumb title. This is like poetry by somebody that's dumb, that thinks they're being really deep. You know what I mean? This is me, ellipses, now. It's like, all right, all right. What does that even mean? This is you now. Okay, so this is you. What are we doing? Uh, Jennifer Lopez is always entertaining. I'm very excited to, to do a movie review of this movie. It comes out next month, so I'm very excited. I couldn't believe I didn't hear about this. I was watching football this past weekend, and... I thought that I was like, did I, I was, thought I was slipped Benadryl or something when this trailer came up for this movie because I was like, what the fuck am I watching right now? You know what I mean? It, it, the trailer made no sense. I was like, that's J-Lo singing. And I think that's J-Lo, but she's driving a ship into the sky talking about love. What is happening? This is me now. She's losing her mind. It's because she's with Ben Affleck. You get Ben Affleck around you enough, you'll lose your mind. You'll start thinking that you need to star in your own fucking biopic. If anybody was going to star in their own autobiographical movie about themselves, it's going to be Jennifer Lopez. Do you know what I mean? Um, I can't think of anybody else. Maybe Justin Timberlake would do that. Do you know? Oh, God, she is so interesting. I just had to get that off the top, starting off strong. This is me now, baby. Mm. This is what the title of the episode is going to be. Uh, we got some stuff to go over. Uh, of course, I'm going to be talking about David Spade's photo he posted with uh, Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey. That poor guy, just the comments on that were nonstop. Um, talking about Gypsy a little, because I can't, I can't stay away from the old Jip. You know what I mean? Her name is a slur, so that's fun. Romanian people hate her. Um, the internet's turning on Gyps. You know, they're, they're starting to, they're starting to turn on her. It takes two weeks in and out. That's all it is. Build her up to tear her down. You know what I mean? She's experiencing it. Uh, I'm going to be talking about a video that kind of set people off this week, a video of mine, uh, where I lightly made fun of a mommy vlogger who maybe has had four DUIs. God forbid I roast her, huh? Um, and then what else? Oh, we got to talk about, uh, Alec Baldwin. He's got, he's gotten a di- He's indicted again for his uh, pseudo-murder, right? It's not like intentional murder, pseudo-murder. Before I do all that, I gotta remind you, if you like the show, please subscribe wherever you are listening to this. I don't care if it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, MySpace Music Player, that's real. Rate it, leave a review, please, dear God. I don't even care if you say, shut up, bitch. It's a good review, say it. This lady queefs too much on the mic. I can't stand it. Her voice sounds like grating vaginas. Whatever you want to say. Say kind words, say mean words. I'll take it all. People have been messaging me and saying, I love the podcast. And that's really sweet and I love it. And I try to respond to everybody. I know that sounds so cunty. I try to respond to everybody. But a lot of my DMs are just mentally ill people that need a place to yell. 
I will do an episode, I promise, on my DMs. I promise. I just have to, it's a lot of, it's a lot of research. I've got to go into my DMs. I've got to filter through. I got to see, you know, I have to open them. I mean, I see the first three words and I'm out half the time. You know, it's just like, hey, Jim, I know it's you, you bitch. Um, so I promise I'll do an episode, maybe, maybe the 10th episode to celebrate 10 fucking episodes. Hell yeah. Um, I'll do a, 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 a section, a section of the pod where I, I just read off crazy DMS and then I tell the, everybody the Instagram handles of, of who's sending them so that you can go, I don't know, fall in love with them online. Kind of like Gypsy did with Ryan. I am, I'm, 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 uh, I'm always thrilled to, to receive, uh, feedback about the podcast. So thank you. If you've reached out, if you are on Patreon as a member, thank you so much. It's so fun over there. We have a lot of fun. Uh, the chat is bumping over on my Patreon, Heather Shaw comedy. Um, we're just constantly talking shit. And then I think the episodes are fun. If you like a more, uh, personal look at my stuff, there's some stuff that I, uh, I talk about that I wouldn't say on a publicly free podcast such as this. Um, but you know, I have, I have fun personal stories and, uh, I talk a little bit more shit freely over there. I mean, it's just basically if you have $3, then, you know, you can hear the shit I'm talking. It's not super exclusive, but I figure if you're going to hear me talk shit about, you know, uh, like for example, this week, I'm going to talk about being on the Tamron Hall show. No bad words about Tamron Hall. She was sweet, very sweet woman. But on that show with me, I met this woman, Ashley, who is the Taylor Swift impersonator. And I'm going to talk about that on this week's Patreon episode. I'm not going to give away any details to you freeloader listeners. You don't deserve it. Pay $3 a month. For less than a cup of coffee, you can sponsor a faggot. A faggot who looks like Jim Carrey. Somebody called me Jim Harry on Facebook, or on Facebook, <laughs> on TikTok. So I feel good about, uh, about my life. Shout out to Lucy Brown if you're watching the video. Hello. Uh, the Patreon's fun. I, I can't wait to get into um, what it was like meeting that Taylor Swift impersonator. If you're not familiar with her, you're not on TikTok as much, and you need to be. There's this woman, you can look her up. I think her name is Ashley. She resembles Taylor Swift the same way I, I resemble Jim Carrey. We were both on an episode, on the same episode of the Tamron Hall show about it was about people who look like celebrities, not celebrity impersonators, you know, not people that are like, this is their living, but just like, I happen to have this person's face. And obviously mine was, you know, I was on there for Oprah. I went out there and I said, you know, me and Winfrey, we're twins. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't like celebrity impersonator. It was um, people that just happened to look, there was some lady who looked like uh, a Jenner. It was Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Um, it's just a bag of trash. No, it was, uh, I think Kylie, some girl that looks like Kylie Jenner. Um, and then there was another woman who looked like Lizzo. Um, I think it was Lizzo. God, I could be wrong. Could have been Channing Tatum. Um, and then there was the Ashley girl who looked like Taylor Swift. She gets a lot of flack online because she takes it a little far. She takes her looking like Taylor Swift a little weirdly far. I'll just say that. Her online presence is a little weird. I'm talking, she like, I think she like dresses like Taylor Swift now. Um, she goes out in public with hired bodyguards 
and dresses like Taylor Swift so that the people in the fucking mall of America think that Taylor Swift is there just to go pick up some pants at H&M. I don't fucking know. That's taking it a little far. That's that's a confidence. Talk about J-Lo's confidence. She's got it. You know, I'm doing the reverse of trying to look like Jim Carrey, where Jim Carrey is just trying to look like me now. Where I'm like, yeah, I've got his face, but I, I, I have my own sense of style and I'm not going to, you know, make my whole persona looking like Jim Carrey. It's just, it's on my face, you know, I can't help it. But Jim's over here growing out his goddamn hair. Come on, Jim. God damn it. Throw me a bone, man. Um, I'm real close to shaving my head at this point. Let's be real. But yeah, she takes it a little far. So I'm going to talk on the Patreon episode about um, my experience uh, meeting her. We weren't on the same segment. I was on a segment, I think, with the Lizzo lady. God, I hope it was the Lizzo lady. I don't know who else she would have looked like. I think she was Lizzo. She was super nice. But it was a quick shoot, you know. So uh, I'm, I'm not ignorant. I just, I have a bad memory. And she was not that memorable. So there's that. Sorry. Um, so yeah, so get on, get on Patreon as a member if you want to hear all the shit talking. I've also talked shit on other people. Uh, I talk freely there. It, it feels like a good community of people that are, you know, with it and want to have fun and support me, uh, and support my comedy. And, uh, I appreciate it. If you are a Patreon member, shout out to you. I love you so much. Queeps forever, baby. Uh, let's also go over tour dates coming up real quick. I will be in Baltimore, Maryland on February 7th. I'll be in Batavia, Illinois, February 21st. I'll be in Nashville, March 1st and 2nd. I'll be in Cleveland, March 28th. And then upcoming, I'll be in Indianapolis. Nope. Indianapolis, Indiana. Is that it? I was, I was trying to go to Gary, Indiana, but nobody will take my calls in Gary. I don't think they have working phones or running water. Uh, I'll also be in St. Louis, and later on in June, I'll be in D.C. All those tickets are at heathershawcomedy.com. If you're in those cities, please come out. Please come out and say hi, faggot. Um, All right, so let's get into the photo here. David Spade, this week, this past week, posted a lovely, lovely photo. Beautiful photo. I'm sure you've seen it. You know, David Spade's very popular, and this photo's popular. It was... uh, at Jim Carrey's birthday party, he turned 62. Um, he's rocking long hair. I support it. You know, I'm all about it. Do I think he's trying to look like me? No. Hard? No. I am not delusional. I'm not a crazy person. A lot of people are commenting, he's doing this. He's doing this to, he's doing this to, 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 to say hi to you. He's doing this as an ode to you. It's like, shut the fuck up. You need to be on medicine. You need, you need to get offline. I think he's growing, he's had long hair before. This is not a new thing. It's just, we haven't seen Jim Carrey in a while. So everybody's kind of like, oh my, this is, this is crazy. He's cosplaying as Heather now. Uh, But the photo's great. It's David Spade. It's Adam Sandler. It's Jim Carrey. They're looking happy. They're looking white and rich. Uh, And David, you know, David Spade posted this photo to his Instagram and like, within a day. I mean, I wasn't really, I didn't notice it. I don't follow David Spade. I should. I like David Spade. I just, I don't follow him on Instagram. But I mean, I think I checked my my tags and it was just nonstop. This looks like Heather Shaw. Heather Shaw is kidding. This is Heather. This is, this looks, Jim Carrey looks like the girl who looks like him. It's like they're becoming one. Oh my God. Which one has the penis again? Lots of comments, lots of tags. Um, 
you know, I was like, I'm never annoyed by that. I, in my head, I was just thinking, God, I hope that David Spade or his intern who's posting on behalf of David Spade is not, first of all, completely confused, right? Because I'm always like of the mindset of like these, they maybe, maybe have um, heard of me, but probably not. I just assume that like, if you're an A-list celebrity, you, you don't know anything. You just don't leave your bubble. You barely know any, tr- I mean, you're not knowing TikTok trends. You're not knowing somebody on TikTok, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong. I know nothing about A-listers um, except what they look like when I have one on my face. That sounded dirty. I just mean I look like Jim Carrey. All right. But, uh, you know, there was a bunch of comments and <clears throat> I was fine with it. You know, I, 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 it's flattering. It's fun. You know, I just hope that it wasn't annoying because I don't want to be like, you know, I'm not advantageous about it. I'm not annoying about it. I'm not like hitting up David Spade, like <laughs> real, real good, real good photo. Can, can you please put me in touch with Jim, Jim Carrey? Like, I, you know, um, but I just hope he wasn't annoyed. And he actually did comment on one of my older videos talking about how everyone was sending me photos of Jim Carrey with long hair and saying, this is you, which was also fun. And (laughs) David Spade actually commented on that one. And he just said, my bad. So I think he's okay with it. I think he's, he understands it's fun. You know, he's a comedian at heart. Uh, I know that you can get big and and kind of become like, you know, egotistical JLo. But I think he's, he's got a, good sense of what's still funny and he seems he seems humble I mean I know I do not know him at all obviously um I don't really follow him that much but he seems like he's you know with it Adam Sandler also seems very humble I mean you have to be humble to walk outside in basketball shorts all the time baggy t-shirts and basketball shorts looking like you know you owe the IRS four thousand dollars in back taxes and you're a billionaire so, I mean, you know, I think you are the company you keep, and I think David Spade is is a cool guy. I don't think he's a, you don't hear douchey stories of him. Uh, but what do I know? You know, I'm not a, I'm not a spadester. I'm not a big spade stan. Um, but I, I did enjoy that he commented, and it seemed like he found it, or maybe his intern commented, his assistant, Maria, whatever, uh, probably commented, but it was a relief for me to see that he had commented on one of my videos because I was like, okay, all right. At least he, he's kind of making it funny. He's saying my bad is a joke. He gets it. He's not, you know, it's not like who the fuck is this dumb bitch and why won't she shave her head already? Um, you know, cause my biggest fear is that I'm gonna be perceived as like the Ashley of the, uh, Ashley impersonator of Taylor Swift, where it's like, I still get comments where, when I, sometimes I'll do videos about Jim Carrey and I'll still get comments that are like, do you do anything else? Every time I see you, you're just talking about Jim Carrey. And it's like, yeah, cause you're seeing the viral videos. I have a, I have so many other videos that don't get big views. I always get big views on Jim Carrey videos. You know, it's just, that's what it is. I understand that. I'm never going to be mad about that. But the people that post the comment that they're only seeing the viral Jim Carrey videos and they think that that's my whole, my whole persona. And I hope that, I hope that people out there don't think, I, it's totally fine to call me the Jim Carrey girl. Obviously, it's totally fine to, to say, you know, wish Jim Carrey, that's a great one, that's hilarious. But hopefully, people see that I'm more than that. Huh? I've got a labia. I've got queef jokes coming at you hot, like squirt, baby. Uh, if I was a Pokemon, my name would be Squirtle, baby. Squirtle Myrtle. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun, um, 
it was fun. Uh, I like the picture. I also just like it because now I know that Jim Carrey is alive. Always worried about that. The other comment that I'm seeing a lot on um, my TikToks and Instagrams about <clears throat> looking like Jim Carrey with long hair now is, well, Jim Carrey was on the flight, the Epstein flight. And it's like, what does this have to do with me? What does this have to do with you? This reminds me of when people are like, they're in the Illuminati. And it's like, and you're not. So go get a job, Jeremy. Okay? Why, why obsess over something you have no proof of? I will never obsess over who's in the Illuminati. What's, what is this signal? What, Jay-Z does this at every fucking concert. Who gives a shit? Who, how does that affect my life at all? If Jay-Z's guzzling down baby blood or whatever the fuck else, let him do it. It does, it does not affect me. You know what I mean? I mean, Jay-Z being in the Illuminati has no effect on what I have to do to get through my day every single day. It's a weird thing to obsess over. Same with the Epstein flight log. It's like, okay, what? and, and now what? Now that you, now Tom Hanks is not your favorite actor? What do, now what? You know, focus on your own life. Get into therapy, man. I mean, it's interesting, but like to make it your whole like vendetta. It's like when people post political comments on videos that have nothing to do with politics. Somebody's posting a picture of like a cute dog and it's like, yeah, never would be owned by Biden. (laughs) Biden would kill that dog. It's like, what are we doing here, Bart? What do you mean? Get a fucking life. You have an opiate addiction. Get help. Your wife hates you. I mean, people are just kind of out of their minds. I love it. All right, let's do a little uh, Lucy Brown ad read here. We're flying through this episode. I love it. I got I to gotta shout them out. If you're watching video, you see it here. This is the best fucking coffee cup. I got it this week. Stopped in at Lucy Brown here in Lexington, Kentucky. Picked up this mug. It's fucking good, man. Feels like it was made in the 1950s. It's like real American material. You hear that? Oh, shit. I just spilled water. Hopefully you can still hear my mic. It's fucking good. Uh, I love Lucy Brown. Um, it, it just, this material in this cup is like, you don't get this anymore. I don't even know what they, they must, this must be made out of Illuminati baby blood. My God, it's great material. If this is what the Illuminati is producing, I want, I support the Illuminati. I pay taxes to them. I'll do it. Anyways, uh, enjoy coffee from Lucy Brown Coffee Bar, L-U-S-S-I Brown Coffee Bar, without ever leaving the comfort of your home. What are you doing if you're not doing this now? Because they are now offering coffee subscriptions for less than 20 bucks a month or starting at 20 bucks a month. Don't hold me to it. I'm gay. Uh, Lucy Brown is now offering coffee subscriptions. You You simply fill out the form on their website, lucybrowncoffee.com. That's L-U-S-S-I, browncoffee.com. Fill that out on their website. Get coffee beans from different and exciting roasters sent straight to your door while you're in your underwear ranting on TikTok about the Epstein flight logs. Win-win, baby. Are you listening, Bart? Are you paying attention, Jeremy? And that's all starting at 20 bucks a month for this coffee subscription. I was talking to Sarah, the owner of Lucy Brown. She is a gem of a human being. And uh, she said somebody from Georgia. Somebody from Georgia signed up for the subscription. Other people around our area, but somebody in Georgia listening to this signed up. And I hope, you know, we love you. Thank you so much for supporting the best coffee shop in America. 
And now you get the best coffee shop in America straight to your fucking door. Are you kidding me? Can you tell I've had 17 pounds of Lucy Brown coffee today? And yes, I measure my liquids in pounds. Anyways, visit lucybrowncoffee.com. That's L-U-S-S-I, browncoffee.com. Follow the coffee subscription button to get signed up today. And for 10% off your first order, you can use the code Heather Shaw is kidding. And if you use that code, we'll know that the podcast listeners are out there and loving coffee and supporting queer owned businesses such as myself and Lucy Brown coffee doc, Lucy Brown coffee.com. All right. That's that for that. <laughs> you like that? That's that for that. That should be my sign off. That's that for that. God, you know, I've had two cups of coffee today and a yerba mat. I don't even know if I can show this because I, I, I'm scared of showing brands on the video, but I don't think they're going to sue me. I'm not saying anything wild. I'm saying JLo's crazy and egotistical. Yerba mat. Uh, it's very good, but I'm a little hyped up. All right, let's get into the video that uh, set people on fire this week, this past week. This little video of mine. If you're not familiar, go to TikTok. You'll find it. It's probably within the last five I've posted. Go to Instagram. It's on there. Go to Facebook if you hate yourself. Go to YouTube if you're lovely. I posted a video. Um, I was scrolling TikTok and I saw a little clip of a little mommy vlogger, which I'm going to say right off the bat, I fucking hate mommy vloggers. I'm going to get into that in a second. If you love mommy vloggers, please block me. I'm not joking. Please end this podcast and jump off of a cliff. Thank you. Uh, it was a video of a, um, mommy vlogger. Um, how do I know that? Because in the first three seconds, she said, get ready with me, spend the day with me or some shit. Spend the day with me as a mama of three, mama of three. And the video is the opening of this video is her getting in her car and blowing into a breathalyzer to start her car. And I'm the asshole for commenting on it. People were so mad. I mean, overwhelmingly, once again, it's like the other video that people were mad about. The um, salon that was asking your pronouns and if I could touch you, that bullshit. Overwhelmingly, people thought it was funny. But then you got the people that were messaging me and commenting and saying, how dare you? This is a woman in recovery. She's just trying to, you know, de- desensitize everybody to addiction. I 100% agree. I think that you should be unmasking the uh, stigmas around addiction, right? The breathalyzer in the car, it's an, you know, it happens. People, people have addictions. They have issues. It's a social health problem. It's not a criminal problem to have an addiction. I will always believe that. You know, I'm an addict. I am absolutely an addict. I love booze. I loved other drugs, um, mostly Tylenol. No, but, you know, I am an addict. Now, did I ever go to a program? Did I ever go to rehab? Did I ever go to AA? No. Does that not make me an addict? No. Um, I just quit. You know, um, I think that's just my personality. You know, if I see that something's just not going to work for me and I want something in life and something is blocking that, then I'm, I'm done. So I just quit. I quit drinking. It's almost two years in April. So I get it. I got a lot of people saying, how dare you make fun of somebody in recovery? You have no idea what it's like to be an addict. You have no idea what it's like to be sober. These people did not know me and that's okay. I don't really blast online that I am sober. I mean, I mention it here and there. I'm not trying to hide it, 
but it's again, it's not a big part of my life. Um, and I think that's because I didn't get, uh, I never became a part of the recovery community. I think you find the recovery community in rehab, in uh, AA, NA, um, Overeaters Anonymous. If you don't face your stuff, you're going to stuff your face. Uh, things like that. I never had that. I never, um, you know, not that I probably, I probably could have used it, but I just stopped. What I did use is I, I, I read a lot of Quitlet, quit, quit literature, um, books written by women about, mostly women. I mean, Augustine Burroughs was in there as well, but he's gay. Um, Quitlet is great. You know, it's very motivational. It gives you great insight. It gives you, you know, drama. There's addiction stories and it's fun, but then there's hope and, and it's uh, heartwarming at the end when they get sober. But I'm not a huge, like, advocate for sobriety. I talk about why I like sobriety. But I get why these people were like, you have no idea about sobriety. How could you make fun of somebody who's sober? I make fun of anybody. If I find it silly, I don't care. What, because I'm gay, am I not, am I not going to make fun of lesbians? Fuck no. I'm going to make fun of lesbians, including myself. There is nothing off limits. I mean, some things I just will never make fun of because I don't think they're that funny, you know? Um, but I'm going to make fun of this. It's very funny to me. A mommy vlogger would leave that in her video, her vlog about being a mom of three. And I think she left that part in her vlog because it's, it's, it generates comments. It generates comedians stitching her. It generates people defending her. It generates people commenting and bashing her. I played into it as well. And it's fine because I got to roast her. Um, but uh, I think she leaves in the whole breathalyzer, maybe because she is an addict and is in recovery and wants to show that like you can turn your life around. You absolutely can. Breathalyzers are a thing that happens when you have 45 DUIs. So she's just telling you what it is. I don't think you get a breathalyzer after one DUI. You might. I'm not very well versed on that, but I think it takes multiple. I could be wrong though. Um. But yeah, so a lot of people were attacking me for that. I'm not shitting on the recovery community. Um, here's what I'm shitting on, okay? And let me, uh, let, me, let me take a sip of this toilet water in my cup before I get into this. <clears throat> I absolutely despise and will always despise and will never respect and will want to throw into prison family vloggers. That has nothing to do with the kids. It's all about the parents. If you are a parent who has willingly made your family take part in your dumb fucking family vlog, jail, prison, death. I'm like Wendy Williams, death to all of them. I have no respect for family vloggers. I never will. I think they are creating trauma in their kids' lives, unnecessary trauma. You might as well send your kid off to you know sleep over at a priest's house instead of put them on, on camera and upload videos of them at six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 to YouTube, they're better off sleeping over at Father Dan's house. You know, either way, they're getting trauma. Um, I think that the there's no consent involved in family vlogging. Your child is five, six, seven. They cannot say, yes, mom, I want to be on camera. And even if they can at six, I don't know, should we listen? To a fucking opinion of a six-year-old saying, yeah, I want this. I want this video of me shitting my pants while you laugh at me out there forever. So I can go to high school when I'm 16 and be bullied to death 
Love it, mom. I mean, beyond that, family vloggers know their analytics. If you're on YouTube, if you're on any social media and you upload videos as a creator, you are able to see your social media analytics. And that breaks down genders of people watching your videos, age range of people watching your videos, location, you know, countries, states even. Uh, And I guarantee you that mommy vloggers, and let's be real, most of these are are women that start the vlog. Men men are not the uh, culprits here for once. Mommy vloggers are looking at their YouTube, TikTok analytics, and I can guarantee you those analytics say, hey, the majority of people watching your children and your vlogs are men. And the majority of those men are 30 to 60 years old, maybe, maybe younger, maybe 20 to 60. And those mothers look at those analytics and they go, great, love it. I love that Gary over in Gary, Indiana is jerking his shit to my kid. That's cute. And then they proceed to do it. I guarantee you, that these analytics are showing, hey, there's a lot of creeps looking at your children. And the moms are going, yeah, but I'm making money. So it's kind of like (laughs) no harm, no foul, right? Like I don't have to watch him jerk off, do I? I don't have to see them come to my child. I mean, they, I, what I don't know won't break my heart. I will never respect family vloggers. I think that they are inflicting so much trauma. And I think that it'll be interesting to see what these kids, how they turn out. Will rehab centers in 10, 20 years be full of children who are addicted to heroin and meth, not because they were raped or molested, but because their mother put all of their embarrassing and weird memories and documented their childhood online for the whole entire world to see? Dude, thank God that shit wasn't around. I know my mom wouldn't have been a mommy vlogger, thank fucking God. She did that. She definitely did that right. But thank God that it wasn't even an option. You know, I mean, you have now Facebook. You can post your children's videos there or pictures, but that you can kind of insulate. You can make things private. You can curate your friends list who can see this. It's still kind of like, okay, yeah. I mean, you're you're just sharing your kids' shit out there. Um, but to just put that shit out into the world, free, blasted on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I mean, that is, it is so incredibly evil. I cannot, I will never, I, I will stand on this. I'll die on this goddamn fucking hill. Death to mommy vloggers. Death to family vlogs. If you are a family vlogger, I fucking hate you. And good luck with your kids. There was a video I saw on TikTok. This little girl, she had a, her mom is filming her and she said, Michaela, what did you do? And the girl had five condoms. She had a, a condom on each finger. And the girl was acting like she just found these condoms and put her on her hands and thought they were fun to play with. And the mom took that video and uploaded it on social media. Now, number one, did that kid find fucking f- 10 condoms? Because she had a condom on each fucking finger. So did that kid run into a stash of condoms and then proceed to unrip every package of condoms and put them around her fingers? Probably not. You know who probably did that? The mother. I mean, that's some Dina Lowen shit, man. You know, Lindsay Lowen almost died because she was she had a fucking momager. Uh, beyond that, it's the principle of you now have a video of your kid covered in condoms 
hopefully unused. Who fucking knows? And your first thought is, I'm going to put this all over social media. Are you fucking insane? This girl's going to be 16 years old in high school, and people are going to go up to her and be like, what's up, Trojan hands? Yeah, we call her condom fingers, that slut. Yeah, that's a weird fucking video. Contraception Kaylee over there, huh? Her mom's a fucking weirdo, huh? I, uh, I stitched that video that I saw on TikTok, and I posted it for like, I think, 10 minutes, and then I realized me posting a stitch of that child with the condoms on their hand, I'm just part of the problem. I'm just spreading this. You know, I've got 2.6 million followers. I don't know if I have that much reach, really, but I am just, I'm just as bad to spread an image of this kid condom fingered up, being like, aren't I so silly? Look at my daughter. She's so goofy. Ha, ha, ha. It, 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 it's, I will, I, so my, I almost sharted out of my mouth thinking about how to say this. When people were mad about me roasting a mommy vlogger who needed a breathalyzer, the main reason I roasted her was number one, it's just so fucking funny to be like, this is a day in the life of a mama of three. I got to blow in this tube to drive to take her to school. It's just funny. You know, it's a little like, okay, some things we can keep to ourselves. Number two, I was doing it because my motivation was I fucking hate family vloggers and I'm going to roast this bitch and I don't care who knows it. Number three, I didn't even think about the recovery thing. Good on this woman if she's sober. Good on her for getting her life back, but I'm sorry, I don't respect you. You're a mommy vlogger. I'll never respect you. Um, I respect your sobriety. Good job, lady. You finally did it. I mean, if you need a breathalyzer in your car, it's, it's been some time. But holy shit, I don't respect you. You're, if, if you're a family vlogger, block me. Um, I hope other, other people agree with me. I, I mean people were defending her and it's like those kids that's weird I don't even like kids I don't even know why I'm so passionate about it I just feel bad for the kids I don't even like kids if I see a kid I, I spit at him get away shoo it's like a cockroach to me but goddamn, cockroaches should be able to live freely L. King was drunk at a Dolly Parton birthday party at the Ryman, I think, or maybe the Grand Ole Opry. I can't tell them apart. Some southern place where, you know, black people aren't allowed or weren't for the first, you know, 20 years of the establishment. Uh, L. King's a little drunk. Now that we're talking about sobriety and recovery, she needs it, huh? I was doing a little uh, little deep dive, a little shallow dive on L. King, and every video I saw on TikTok, she, that girl was loaded. That girl is like, uh, Chugi Amy Winehouse. She wants to be Amy Winehouse so bad, but just doesn't have the talent. I think her, her dad's Rob Schneider, who did a million movies is with the same premise. Rob Schneider did Hot Chick, and then he did the animal one. For a while, Rob Schneider was just coming out with movies where it was like, what if me and this other thing switched bodies? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And he made millions, so good for him. Hot Chick was very funny. But I never saw the others where it was like, what if me and a dolphin just switch brains? It's like, I'm out. I don't care. But his daughter is El King. She had a hit song at some point in life. I think. I don't know. Maybe that could have been a fever dream. She has a good voice. But I think she's a little, a little allegedly, she's a bit of a drunk. Um, you got to see this video of her. Just type in El King. Don't just type in El King drunk because that'll give you a million videos. But <clears throat> type in El King Dolly Parton birthday or just L. King, Grand Ole Opry, or Ryman. You'll see. Sloshed as shit. Uh, 
not performing well, uh, cursing and cussing, which I think is like a no-no at that venue. Again, I still don't know what the fucking venue is. That's how much research I did on this. I'm sorry. I'm dumb. I never claimed to be smart. But I think Dolly Parton came out and said, hey, look, you're treating this. uh, Would you be treating her the same way if this was a man that did it? And she's got a point. Would we be even blinking an eye if Maddie Healy came out shit-faced for a Dolly Parton cover? No, we'd be like, that guy's a rock star. That's what he does. So there is a bit of a double standard there. You know, L. King comes out shit-faced. You know, we just hold women to a different standard. And if you don't, if you don't believe that, then look at the Oscar nomination list. Huh? Isn't that just a fuck you to Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie? Barbie was the highest grossing film of 2023. And Greta Gerwig did not get a Best Director nod. Margot Robbie did not get a Best Actress nod. But you know who got an Oscar nominee for Barbie? Fucking Ken. Ryan Gosling, baby. They know what they're doing. They trolled the fuck out of them. They're like, fuck you and your feministic ideals, bitch. Who's on the voting committee for the Oscars? Andrew Tate? Who the fuck? (laughs) I mean, that's absurd. You'd think they would have... I don't know. Maybe not. I think they just started nominating black actors like last year. So they're behind. They're living in 1972. Um, It's just such a fuck you. They have to be trolling at this point to have the highest grossing movie be a feministic, um, beautiful film uh, directed by a woman, starring women, produced by women. uh, And then they give the Oscar nomination to Ryan Gosling. I mean, holy shit. Unreal. If he wins, we'll see what happens. Um, I also wanted to talk. Ron DeSantis dropped out. I have nothing to say other than that fucking faggot. Good luck. Go go attack the drag queens at wearing your heels. I hope he gets off the speed. Allegedly, he's been on speed. Uh, I mean, you see every interview of him. He's grinding his teeth nonstop. It's, 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 I don't think it's coke because I think that you'd have to do it too much. I think it's Adderall. People are like, that's not Adderall. I'm like, when I had, when I would take Adderall for fun, I never took it prescribed. Um, my, 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 um, my jaw would grind. I would grind. People are like, yeah, you don't grind on Adderall. It's like, well, maybe you have ADD, but I would grind. And I wasn't taking, you know, 10 milligrams. I was probably taking like 20 to 30. I would be grinding, baby. So yeah, I think he's, uh, he belongs in Florida. Let that fucking state sink. Can't wait to be back in Florida for shows though, but holy shit. Was Ron DeSantis on the Oscar nomination, nomination, uh, voting committee? Was it just Ron being like, fuck you, Barbie. We like Ken cause he's gay. Ron's gay. No, he's not. We'll see. All right. Last thing I wanted to talk about here is a uh, little Alec Baldwin drama. Alec boy. He got indicted for the second time for his pseudo-murder, as I said before, I I describe it as a pseudo-murder, of, uh, what is her name, I want to get it right, Helena Hutchins, who I think was, um, God, you know, I don't know, I think she was a videographer or AD or uh, something behind the camera, obviously on the crew. Uh, We know what happened, right, on the set of this film, Rust, um, which who knows what that film would have been. Here's the other thing. Who knows what Rust would have been? Do you know what I mean? Imagine that Rust got released on Amazon Prime. It didn't go to theaters. Netflix didn't even want it. 
Alec Baldwin film, if, if nothing happened on this set and they made the movie and they completed it and they shopped it around and everybody passed except for like Tubi, you know, imagine dying on the set of that because Tubi of a movie that Tubi wanted. Can you imagine being murdered by the main actor on a movie that went straight to DVD? I mean, that reminds me of when, you remember when 50 Cent starred in a movie? And, and if you don't know about this, please Google it. It's hilarious. 50 Cent went super serious method because he was starring in a movie where he played an AIDS patient. It's giving, it's giving, not big by Tom Hanks. I was going to say big. That'd be funny if he, uh, you know, he's a kid who became an adult with AIDS. That's the big remake I want to see. No, Philadelphia with Tom Hanks. So 50 Cent was trying to make his version of that movie, I guess. He was playing an AIDS patient. He lost a shit ton of weight. He legit looked like an AIDS patient or a cancer. He just looked very sick. He was very gaunt. He really put in the commitment for this movie. And the movie wrapped, finished, went out straight to DVD. This is a time when there was, I think, still DVDs around, really. No streaming services were around at this time. So this movie did not, he put in all this work and it didn't even hit the goddamn theaters. How embarrassing. That is so, you put in so much work and for what? For that to be in the bargain bin at Walmart six months later? That people just pass over, you know, because they'd rather watch Notting Hill again? You're just at the bottom of the bargain bin? And you lost a shit ton of weight to look like an AIDS patient? Holy shit, 50 Cent. I think that was his only time acting. He said, if this, one, this is what it takes and this is the reward, I'm fucking out. Put that weight on, you know? So I just, I can't imagine being Helena Hutchins because who knows what Rust would have been as a movie if it wouldn't even been a great movie. What if the movie was a piece of shit and she died for a piece of shit movie? That's awful. I would hate that. But the main story here is, I got to say, I don't think that Alec Baldwin is guilty. I don't think that he should be at any held responsible for this at all. He's an actor who was handed a, a gun on set and it went off. And I think that's it for Alec Baldwin. Uh, I don't, he, he wasn't the fucking, what do they call it? The armorer? They call the person in charge of the guns on, on the movie set, the armorer. He wasn't the armorer. He was paying the armorer, but he wasn't the fucking, he was not in charge of the guns and making sure they're not loaded. They're not hot. They're not whatever. He's the fucking actor. He puts on his little makeup, he remembers his little lines, and he goes out there and he makes a little movie called Rust. You know? I'm Alec Baldwin. I'm just an actor. I mean, I really, he can't be at fault. I'm surprised they indicted him. Maybe it's because he's over overseeing the whole movie production, and he should have been more on top of it, but really, it comes down to the armor. Now listen to this. This is where I did a little research. I read into it. So the Rust Armorer's name was Hannah. is Hannah Gutierrez. She's also been charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. She faces an additional charge of tampering with evidence, with state prosecutors claiming she handed off a small bag of cocaine following her interview with police on the day of the shooting. You've got to look up what this woman looks like. Her name is Hannah Gutierrez hyphen Reed. She was the armorer on set of Rust. This woman looks like a non-binary barista who could make the fuck out of your oat milk latte with lavender syrup. 
She does not look like she should be in charge of guns that are ha- handed to Alec Baldwin on the set of Rust. You've got to see this. This I'm, I can't even say woman. This girl looks 19. She's got dyed yellow hair. Yellow. Like cigarette smoking teeth yellow. She looks like she just came, you know, she came out of recess in 11th grade. I mean, she's, she's wearing flannel. Her story is very interesting. Gutierrez transferred, uh, Gutierrez Reed transferred narcotics to another person with the intent to prevent the apprehension, prosecution, or conviction of herself, the complaint says. So she was interviewed after the murder, after uh, that lady was shot. And somehow they, they found out that she had passed off her bag of cocaine on her to somebody else so that once she was interviewed by the police, they wouldn't stumble upon it. Now, I don't know how many police officers are doing an initial interrogation investigation after a murder and saying, by the way, can we check your pockets for coke? Maybe it happens, you know, but she's a, she literally is a kid. She looks like a kid, you know, um, Gutierrez Gutierrez Reed was likely hung over when she loaded a prop gun used by actor Alec Baldwin that fired a live round of ammunition during a rehearsal, prosecutors alleged. So apparently she was going out before or after the shoots every day and partying. And you know why she was doing that? Because she's fucking young. She's on the set of an Alec Baldwin film. She's the fucking armorer, man. All I got to do is hand him a gun. All I got to do is just carry these these weapons around for the shoots, make sure they're good to go, and I'm fucking great. She goes out at night, she parties with the crew, she's having fun. Whoopsie-daisy, there's a live round in that one, and a lady gets murdered. Now, you know, am I blaming it on her being hungover and maybe doing some coke to lift her up during the day for the shoot? Yeah, a little. Sorry, I'm holding it against you. I don't think this falls on Alec Baldwin. I think this falls on the weird barista that, you know, needed a side hustle and decided that she was going to babysit guns for a movie and did a really piss poor job at it. How do you even hand, how do you hand an actor a fucking gun with a live bullet in it? I don't know anything about armoring or being an armorer, but I feel like that's just like basic 101, you know, before even first day of work. Just, hey, this is your whole job. Don't fuck it up. So I think, I think, uh, oh, here's another. Witnesses told investigators Gutierrez Reed was drinking heavily and smoking weed in the evenings during the shooting of Rust. So yeah, I mean, she was having fun. She's on a movie set in fucking wherever they were, Utah, Nevada. Who fucking knows? I'm with Baldwin. I'm with his weird, you know, fake accent wife. I'm with their 17 kit. No, not, I mean, I'm sure it was just Alec out there, but I think Alex is, his defense is, hey, this look at this dumb partying bitch who was supposed to watch the guns and she didn't. It's not Alec's fault. You know, I'm not a huge supporter of Alec Baldwin. I mean, I like his movies fine. He's great. He's great in 30 Rock. Not great leaving his daughter voicemails. But I don't think he can be at fault here. Unless there's something shady going on where they're planting this whole, you know, his defense is planting this whole story to take the heat off of him. But that's like a whole, like that's getting into conspiracy shit. Of like, you know, is his is his lawyer are his lawyers paying off the police to say this about this armor? Blah blah blah. I mean, who knows? Who really knows? I don't think anything is going to happen to Alec. I think it's just, I don't know. I mean, maybe the family really pushed for for uh, consequence and punishment. If he is convicted, I think he gets up to eighteen months in prison. Um, he'll be a real gypsy by the time he gets out. Um, who people are turning on gypsy? They're over her. 
They said, we'll give you two weeks to be the queen, bitch. You're going to slay for two weeks, and then we're going to say, now put her down. They're, they're shitting on her heart. Internet just turns real quick. Gen Z, I don't know who it is, but everybody that built up Gypsy is now being like, wait a minute, her mom died. Is she evil? I, I, I can't keep up. I don't think Gypsy's evil. I think she's sick. You know, although I will say there was a story I saw on Jelly Rose, uh, Jelly Roll's wife or girlfriend, Bunny. She was on a podcast, I think her own podcast, talking about it. And she said that I didn't know this, but I guess the guy stabbed Gypsy's mom like 18, 17 times in the back. And then he just went to Gypsy's room or something and they just had sex. So Gypsy, now you're I'm starting you're starting to lose my support. Because what do you mean you just heard your mom scream her way to death and now you're just letting him stick it in? A little weird, but she had a crazy upbringing. I can't, I can't fault her for it. I don't know anything about that. This has been a fun episode. This one flew by. Mommy vloggers, stay away. I hope you know how much I don't like you. I hope others support the fact that I am so anti-mommy vlogging. There should be laws about it. I, I think laws will come around about it, by the way. Uh, I'm certainly not going to do anything to bring those laws into action, but, you know, somebody will. Somebody should. Uh, You know, creeps are watching your kids. Don't forget that. All right, let's do a little reminder. Tour dates coming up. Baltimore, Maryland. Batavia, Illinois in February. Nashville in March. Cleveland at the end of March. Indianapolis, St. Louis, and D.C. I'm working on more cities, but all of the show ticks are at heathershawcomedy.com. Join the Patreon, Heather Shaw Comedy, over on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Heather Shaw Comedy. Uh, I talk some shit over there. If you are a fan of shit talking and you want to hear more personal aspects of my life instead of me just talking about pop culture, politics, and all the other shit, hop on the Patreon. Become a member. It's cheap. Come on. Don't be a faggot. Be gay. Um... And if, if anything else, if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to su- support me in that way, please just rate and leave a review or leave a comment on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, if you don't do that, I'm just going to think you're wildly homophobic and why are you here? Um, you can also find me on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to leave you to do that. I'm not going to tell you where. You'll figure it out. I believe in you. All right. Until next time, stay gay. See ya.